Hello, friends. This is your host of the Leader and She podcast, Jen Schultz. I'm a wife, mom, daughter, sister, educator, health coach. I am a leader, and so are you. All right, guys. I just want to take a minute and say welcome to episode 14 of the Leader and She podcast. We are so excited to spend a little bit of time with you and learn how together we can all come and learn, grow, and celebrate as we walk in our everyday roles and leadership responsibilities. I am super pumped to talk to you today. It has been kind of one of those funky days. Have you ever had those days? It's Valentine's Day. It's February 14th, a day that is filled with, you know, telling your loved ones how much you care about them and all of those good things and chocolates and hearts and roses. And I know there's two types of people, the type that love this holiday and then the type that maybe doesn't love that, or maybe you fall somewhere in between. But today I'm coming in and I'm feeling just a little bit in a funk. And so I wrote out what I was thinking about talking about today and I totally scratched it because I just could not get in the zone and I decided to come to you and share what some of my amazing people on social media have talked to me about what they believe a leader is. So last week I sent a little message, I put a little message on my Facebook wall And I am working on my administration certificate right now, and I wanted to know what other people thought were some strong characteristics of a successful leader and why. I wanted to hear the opinion of others and kind of what they thought. And it was really cool to see because people that I have heard from um, recently and then some that I haven't heard from for a while shared some really cool things. And so I want to talk to you a little bit about what they shared they think is a most important skill as a leader and whether you agree or disagree and why. So let's just jump right in. It is completely unscripted today. I'm totally flying by the seat of my pants and um, it is what it is, right? So I'm going to embrace it and, and just go with it. So thank you for listening and I just wanted to share. So Kathleen talked about vision and empathy and trust. And then she asked me this really cool question, which I love. She said, have you ever talked about the difference between a manager and a leader or a boss and a leader? And I thought it was really cool that she shared this because this was actually an activity that I did with my fifth grade students. So we listed out all of these characteristics and um, qualities of bosses or leaders, and we had the children sort them out into what they thought was a strong leader. And they were spot on. They realized that bosses are often just people who have the title. They're not necessarily ones that people want to follow. Often people will um, do so just because they're the boss. They don't necessarily relate to them. And I thought it was really powerful. So wherever you are in life, whether you're a mom or you're working in a um, in the corporate business world, if you're an educator, I really want to challenge you to think of these next few characteristics and try to emulate that so that you can be a leader and not a boss. So um, Jesse talked about perseverance and never giving up. How important is that, right? When things get tough, when we're leading and they're going to, it's just a matter of time before they're going to being willing to stick with it, to never get up, give up when the going gets tough, just digging in and getting in the trenches with your people. I know as an educator, one of my favorite things about working with other educational leaders is when they will roll up their sleeves and get in the trenches with us. That's awesome. 
uh, Rhonda, one of my colleagues said honesty. Um, you can't trust anyone unless they're honesty. And I think that's honest. And that's so, so important. Andrea, who happens to be one of my favorite parents, they're all my favorite, but she's one of them. I had all of her kids in school and she talked about kindness, the ability to listen and the ability to model the skill that is expected of the employee. And then she said lack of judgment. And I I asked her for some clarification on that because I, I was pretty sure I knew what she meant, but I wanted to be clear. She was talking about not judging others, right? So when you go into a situation being open-minded and non-judgmental, non-biased, and I think that that's so important, especially when you deal with other human beings and leaders, we do that, right? It's really easy for our bias or our own personal opinions to get in the way or to cloud our judgment. And as leaders, it's really important to be impartial and calm and kind and really being able to listen. There were so many people that talked about the ability to listen and listening with the intent to understand, not with the intent to argue or to prove a point. So how many of you have been like maybe with a spouse or um, somebody that you work with or your child and you are having a conversation and they start to say something and you're listening, but as soon as they say this one thing already in your mind, you're thinking of all of the points that you can prove them wrong or that you can argue back or a comment that you can make. And then you kind of stop listening. So if we can slow down as leaders and really take the time to listen in order to understand, to really feel and sense where that person's coming from. We're going to be able to be stronger leaders. We're going to be able to relate to our people, and we're going to be able to have stronger relationships, which ultimately builds that leadership skill. Um, Kim talked about communication skills, not just um, written, but also verbal. And she even said nonverbal. I thought that was very interesting. How many times have you been in a staff meeting and the nonverbal communication that happens in staff meetings is quite fascinating. If you could just sit back and watch the nonverbal communication, you will see all sorts of different styles and things that people are seeing with just their body cues. So keeping that in mind. Um, Tilly talked about people skills and really thinking about that. Dan mentioned integrity. And what I love the most is what my friend Jaylene said. Jaylene said this, and I'm going to quote her exactly. So thank you, Jaylene, for saying this because I think it was spot on. And your Facebook family and friends agreed with you too because there was a lot of comments and likes on this thing. So I'm going to just say it. A leader isn't afraid of helping with a problem. They will support their employees by working collaboratively to solve the problem. Leaders will take the blame when things don't go well. Leaders don't make others others responsible for their duties. A leader guides, provides encouragement and reassurance, highlights employees' achievements, and acknowledges how hard the employees work. A leader is someone you can trust and rely on. And then she followed up and said, so I guess the characteristic would be good moral character. And I love that 
definition or that description of a leader, I think Jaylene nailed it when she talked about how they are willing to work collaboratively, to be problem solvers, to take responsibility, to guide, provide reassurance, and to let their people know that they're valued. Her comment about um, taking the blame when things don't go well reminded me of Simon Sinek's work that he has done on leadership. And if you haven't read the book, Leaders Eat Last, I really do encourage you to read that because ultimately, as leaders, it is our job to own it, right? If something in our culture or in our organization or our company or our team or a business isn't going well, as leaders, it is our responsibility to take ownership of that and to do something to fix it. So if something's not right, that goes to us. Now on the flip side, if something's going well, we as leaders, it's so important to be humble and to let others take the credit, right? Give them the kudos, give them the shout out. If people feel appreciated and loved and supported, they're going to do so much more and to be um, able to work harder for you. Um, Jen said, the ability to be honest and real. When a leader makes a mistake or a decision that ends up being the wrong decision, being able to own up to it and make it right. So important. Um, Jamie talked about empathy. Bob talked about passion. Um, my favorite English teacher from high school, thank you, Mrs. Sugars, she and some others talked about a servant's heart. And I think that ultimately that is truly the perfect capture of what a strong leader is, right? They're the ones that are service above self. They're thinking about other people. How can they grow? How can they inspire? How can they uplift? How can they help other people? And they do it from a place of integrity, from a place of caring, from a place of love. And I love that description, a servant's heart, that totally just really to me encompasses all things that a leader should be. And so many went on to talk about similar things, you know, accountability and support and encouraging, making their employees feel safe. Um, yes, there's just so many good things. Passion, able to lead others, being an example. So I just want to say thank you so much to all of the people that shared your thoughts, your experiences on what you think a good leader should be. If you are in a leadership role, take a minute to talk to your people. Ask them what skills they find value in a leader. Ask them what skills they think a leader should possess. If you are lucky enough to be a teacher, talk to your students about it. It's amazing to me how children really have a good handle on good qualities of leaders, sometimes even more so than adults. And then really as a leader, it's so important to reflect on that, to take some time to think about how are you as a leader, what skills can you develop, what areas can you grow on. And I know sometimes it's hard and it's scary to ask the people that you're leading for their honest feedback. Hopefully, you have a relationship of trust and it's safe that they can, one, give you the true feedback without them fearing any backlash, but two, that you are strong enough to take that leadership to know or take that feedback to know that it's not a personal attack, but a way to help you grow and develop as a leader, which ultimately is going to help the people around you grow and develop as leaders, to empower them to be better, to inspire them to be better, to create more leaders where they can create more leaders. And our ripple effect can just keep going on 
one positive mindset change at a time. And that is what we are looking for as leaders. So wherever you are in your walk of life, if you are a mom or a teacher or like I said, on the corporate ladder, or if you're a college student or just starting out, know that your skills that you are developing right now can be grown into any of those things. So if you're lacking in one of those areas, it can be developed. The book that I'm reading right now is Brandon Burchard's High Performance Habits, and it talks about how you can intentionally grow and develop your leadership skills. So we're not all born natural leaders, right? Some of us have more skills than others naturally, but it is a skill that everyone can and should develop. So no matter where you are in life, take some time, think about those things, think about the characteristics. How would somebody describe you? How would they describe your leadership skills? And does that match what you think a strong leader should be or what your people think a strong leader should be? So today, thank you for listening to me kind of ramble and go off script and to share um, just you know some, some different thoughts in that leadership realm. I want to wish you a really great Valentine's Day if this is a day that you celebrate. If it's not, I still wish it a day of love for you. And I do want you to know today and every day, if nobody's told you, please know this. You are so important. You are so appreciated. You are so very, very loved and you matter. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. 